0: good morning and welcome to rich thoughts for breakfast on this national
1: holiday <laughs> hallelujah we'll talk more about that and then in the program yeah January 4th here's a powerful mm. confession yes heavenly Father this year the enemy's sinister to efforts to steal our harvest rob us of our dreams and devour our financial success or and, and destiny, and destiny too. Well, those attacks are in the rearview mirror. In the strong name of Jesus, we bind him and every one of his strategies, according to Matthew 18, 18, which declares that my right, my inheritance as a born-again child of God. We command Satan to release our harvest. Hallelujah. We're serving him notice. That according to Proverbs 631, he needs to release my sevenfold return on all that it's stolen, or he's even now trying to steal from us. Release our harvest now in the powerful name and authority of Jesus. Amen. Amen. What kind of day are you going to have today? Not sure? Then answer this. Who will determine the kind of day that you're going to have? Your spouse? Your children? Your parents, the slow driving person in the fast lane, the police officer who gives you a ticket because you didn't come to a full stop hoping to get to work on time, your supervisor who's given you enough work for three people, your boss who doesn't recognize you for your hard work. Yes, all these people in the above paragraph that I spoke, (laughs) they can impact your day, but And I'm saying, but, and it's a big but. You're the only one who can determine the kind of day you're going to have. You're the one who chooses to allow other people to affect your day. Here are seven keys to having a great day. Number one, meditation. We're not talking about this new age kind of foolishness where you hum and chant and and take some awkward pose. Psalm 1914, 1914 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Charles Spurgeon, the renowned English pastor, once said, The more you read the Bible and the more you meditate on it, the more you will be astonished with it.
0: Hallelujah.
1: The general impression of the word meditate is that you think about something by pondering your mind. However, the Hebrew translation shows us that we're not just to ponder and think about the word, but speak it out, even in a whisper. The Hebrew word for meditate, H1897, H1897 means utter, muse, mutter, meditate, speak. Meditate comes from the root word, which means whisper. While the word meditate in Joshua 1.8 comes from the same root word, it's interesting to look at this verse again in light. Of this revelation, this book of the law shall not depart out of my thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate day therein, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. The word meditate. Did you catch this too? We're not to let the word leave our mouth we should utter mutter. we should utter mutter speak meditate and whisper the word day and night in other words we should continually be speaking the word matthew 12, 34 12:34 12, for out of the fullness of the overflow the superabundance of the heart the mouth speaks number 2 prep preparation you know
0: Abraham Lincoln once said, I will prepare and someday my chance will come. And that's exactly what happened to him. Joshua 7.13, 7.13 in the New Living Translation says, Get up, command the people to purify themselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, Hidden among you, O Israel, are things set apart for the Lord. You will never defeat your enemies until you remove these things from among you. God had instructed the children of Israel to purify themselves. King James Version says, sanctify yourself. And according to the Strong's Concordance, that Hebrew word means to consecrate, sanctify, prepare, dedicate, be hallowed, be holy, be sanctified, be separate. Part of our daily preparation should be to sanctify ourselves, consecrate, and yes, prepare ourselves for the day ahead. Our preparation needs to be blended with what we've been talking about, expectation. Yes. Joshua 3.5 said, three five says, for tomorrow, Jehovah will do wonders
1: among you. Glory to God. Amen. Number three, motivation. What motivates you? What fires you up? Is it music? Oh, happy day by the Edward Hawkins singers. Dresses my mind as I dress it in the morning. It always fires me up. There are a variety of songs that we listen to that, that do that. A number of them by Elevation and uh, Brandon Lake. What motivates you? That's, That's the it. key. Music are is you, very Are motivational. you motivated uh, by visual images of a goal or a dream that you're seeking to fulfill? Is there a picture that motivates you? Are you motivated by a person? What, where, or who motivates you? Lou Holtz, a legendary football coach, and TV commentator once said, ability is what you're capable of doing. Motivation determines what you do. That's right. Attitude determines how well you do it.
0: That's a a great quote. That's a great quote. Number four, application. James 2.17 says, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Mm. It's not what you know. It's what you do with what you know that makes a difference and is going to impact your 2024 and the course of events, your events, and maybe others that involve other people. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for works is means this. Any product, whatever, anything accomplished by hand, art, industry, or mind, or act, deed, thing done. James 2.17 Classic Amplified says it this way. So also faith, if it does not have works or deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative, dead. Wow. You know, the more specific we can get in preparing our daily assignments and tasks, the greater success we're going to have in achieving the objectives we have set before us.
1: That's good. It it is good. Number five, delegation. There are three key factors in delegation. First, recognizing that you can't do everything by yourself. In order to be successful in life, you must have a successor, which means you must train those who work with you to effectively handle the things that you need help in achieving. Second, be very specific in your assignments, making sure everyone knows what's expected of them. We recommend writing down the specific instructions you give to employees or coworkers, We recommend in the workplace that you also follow an instruction, follow up an instruction with an email, thus preventing, I didn't hear you say that, or I didn't understand that's what you meant. Specificity is a key element, of productivity. Third, discern the difference in people's abilities to properly handle specific assignments, which may be of a higher value. It just makes sense to delegate to others what they can do, so you you can do the things they can. Noted author and teacher John Maxwell said, good executives never put off until tomorrow what they can get someone else to do today.
0: Here you go. Number six, determination. If you're doing anything remotely productive for the kingdom of God, the enemy, well, he's going to attempt to render you ineffective. But look, don't be discouraged by him or by others that he's using. Nehemiah six nine, New Living Translation, said this. They were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued the work with even greater determination. Yes. We have to go, you know what, devil? You've already lost. Not going to fall for this. And just know that if you're being attacked, then you know that you're doing something right. That's it. Another key scripture or on determination is found in Psalm twenty-seven fourteen. Twenty-seven fourteen, classic amplified, wait for and confidently expect the Lord be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes. Wait and confidently expect the Lord. Wow. He is there and wants to help you.
1: That's it. Number seven, manifestation. You want to know how to have a great day, a successful day, every day. The answer is found in Proverbs 3.6, 3.6, the Living Bible, which says, In everything you do, put God first, and he will direct and crown your efforts with success. God will. Scripture doesn't say, my good should. Scripture says that when you put God first, he will direct and crown your efforts with success. Psalm 90.17, Psalm 90. Verse 17, New Living Translation. May the Lord our God show us His approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. When we put God first, never doubting His word or His promises, He will show His approval of our faithfulness by making our efforts, the things we put our hands to, successful. Putting God first means not doubting His promises. If you're facing what appears in the natural to be dire economic consequences. Have faith. Put God first. Putting God first means, regardless of the job status, God will come through for you when things appear to be hopeless. Putting God first means just that, honoring Him for who He is, what He's done, and is doing in your life. Putting God first means standing your ground against every demonic assault of the enemy. Wow. Wow, that's so good. You got it. You got what it. Listen, you got what it takes. If you're hearing our voice today, you got what it takes to have a greater tomorrow. Every day, you have to make up your mind and do it. Smith Wigglesworth, one of God's generals, once said, God wants manifestation. and He wants his glory to be seen. You're going to miss a great deal if you don't begin to act. Mm. It's your time. It's your day.
0: That's it.
1: Make it happen.
0: That's
1: it. Speaking of our day, I know. Happy birthday, babe. Thank you, darling. I'm I stirred to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not looking for presents from me, but I was stirred to say something to you. The best gift I can have this birthday is to help me, help those who need a helping hand. Yes five particular people came to my mind last night from letters and emails and calls we've gotten that need a hand up yes, and a help out of the mess they're in. Yeah. So I'd like to encourage you to pray about this mm-hmm. and ask God that he would have you sow a special seed on my birthday, not for me, but for the people that we're going to bless mm-hmm. and the unction of yeah. the Holy Spirit.
0: Been caught in this economy, or lost their jobs, or just things that have happened over or the holidays. Lost a wife. Yes.
1: Or a husband. I know both. Anyhow, pray about it. Yes. And if you feel led to do it, just go online, and uh, so that's it.
0: And put the note. Put a note in there. Puts emergency help.
1: Emer- that's
0: it. Emergency help.
1: Emergency. And
0: we'll tell you how much came in and what we were able to do.
1: Emergency seed.
0: There you go. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Honestly, I there's a scripture in the Passion translation that says, "When you help the poor, those who help the poor." If I loved this. I'd never seen it before. It says, "God is helps you first. For He helps those who help the poor first. And I went, "Whoa! I want to be first when He turns <laughs> around and wants to help me." So anyway, it's a great seed song.
1: Also, we always repay. Speaking of gifts, my friend John. Thank you for that John Maxwell Bible. Leadership, sent, Leadership Bible. Leadership Looks good to me, It too. looks really good, John. Thank, Thank you. you. for sending that to me as a gift. Well, till tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.